Welcome everybody back to the Friar Talk podcast and YouTube channel. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about C.J. Abrams. We're going to be talking about the Padres center field situation and also just their outfield situation in general. But on Sunday, C.J. Abrams was taking center field reps. Um, a couple videos came out of him catching a couple fly balls out there. But the important thing is he is taking outfield reps. What we can tell right now is it's really hard to project the future for C.J. Abrams in the Padres infield, which who they have under contract with Cronenworth, Kim, Tatis, all in the middle infield situation, and it being unlikely that Cronenworth would slide to first because Hosmer's under a deal for another three more years after this year. So there's a lot of questions around C.J. Abrams. He gets called up. He struggles early on, um, which has happened to many, many players that come up into the MLB, but he goes back down, and now he's he's been playing a lot better in AAA, and now he's getting outfield reps. So my question for you guys is, first, we're going to talk about C.J. Abrams a little bit, and then we're going to talk about just the outfield situation in general. We're going to talk about Matt Beatty, Trent Grisham, some guys like that. Um, but first question, is C.J. Abrams' future in center field? Uh, as of right now, I would say yes, just because you have Machado at third, you have Tatis at second. As long as you have Hosmer, he's going to be playing first base for you. Uh, Cronenworth is going to be stuck at second. So probably for the next year, maybe two years, you probably have Abrams playing an outfield role, whether it's center field or a corner position, you definitely have him out there just for the next couple of years until, you know, second base opens up, you can slide Cronenworth over. But as of right now, if you wanted to have him in your lineup, you kind of have to force him into center field or just another outfield position. You're going to lose Myers after this next year. You really don't know where Ozzo Carr or Grisham are right now. Grisham has been incredibly bad since July 1st of last year. The numbers aren't good. It looked like he started to turn it around. He had a clutch moment the other game, but still he's only hitting like 160 since July 1st of last year. And then you have Profar, which uh, we'll see where he's at at the end of the season, but he's still kind of profiles as a like a below average left field bat he's had his power numbers up from this year he's played great defense but realistically you want an upgrade in your left field bat he can play you know center field or he can play center field and right field and you know play a couple of infield positions i think he's a great depth piece i don't think he necessarily needs to be starting every day and so i think abrams could slide in over any of those guys and you know especially with the way that grissom's been struggling you need a center fielder of the future and if you want uh, Abrams to be, you know, a impact center field might be the option for him. I mean, we, I, I think they want to keep him comfortable. I think they want to keep him at second or somewhere in the infield, but realistically you can't do that for the next couple of years. So why not give him reps in center field just so he can get used to MLB pitching. Yeah. I think they want to keep him comfortable too. I mean, that's probably why you're seeing most of his games played in the middle infield and which is, you know, I've said it multiple times it's weird because we already have multiple good middle infielders and really where is he going to play? But I can't really give a definitive answer to the question because I don't really think he's going to have a definitive position for a little while. I don't think he should be slotted in just at center field because he hasn't played it too much. I always thought he'd project good as a right fielder, but realistically it's like he's still getting so many reps at shortstop that it's almost impossible to tell where he's going to play. He got a couple major league reps in the outfield, and I thought he looked good. Um, there weren't any crazy plays for him to make, so he just, you know, he made the routine plays, and obviously that's good. You want your outfielders to do that. Um, but maybe if he does really good in the minors, he'll come up and with 
Will's knee inflammation, maybe take a couple reps. I really doubt it. I think they just want to get him a lot more at-bats down there. And Azokar is starting to do really good. Um, had his moment against Milwaukee. Had a couple hits today. We're recording this on Mo- Memorial Day. He had a couple hits today. And, I mean, he's looked good out there. He threw someone out from the warning track. So everything was good for Jose Azokar. Can't say the same for Trent Grisham. Had his clutch moment. But uh, what did he go today? Did he get a hit? No, right? Yeah, I don't think he got a hit today. I mean, I'll check right now, but he definitely hasn't been the Trent Grisham that we thought he would be. And that's kind of why it's such a tough question because it's like, yeah, he's a he's a good center fielder. Yeah, he went over four. He's a good center fielder, but we're – yeah, two strikeouts. Uh, dude, this Padre struck out like 13 to 15 times today. It was absurd. Um, but, yeah, I, who knows what's going to happen with Trent Grisham. It's like it seems like the Padres are very high on him, and when they traded for him, they were very high on him. They were very high on him up, probably up until this point. So it's like, are they going to keep being very lenient with him, or are they going to be quick to replace him with their top prospect in the organization? So I'm kind of hesitant to say he's going to be a for sure thing in center field because he's still taking a lot of reps in the middle infield, and he hasn't taken many reps in center field. Yesterday he played one game in center field, and he's back to taking reps at shortstop today. So that's why I don't think he's going to have a definitive position. I think he's going to try being a utility player. I think that's what the Padres want him to be, somebody that can play multiple positions. And um, I think that's where he's going to provide the most value, to be honest. I don't think he should be set on one position. I think his speed, I think his arm translates to multiple positions. So hopefully that's what we see. I would really like to see him get more reps in AAA elsewhere other than shortstop. You have a top five player in the league at shortstop right now. You really shouldn't take him out of there. And um I don't know. I think second base and the rest of the positions will be good for him. And obviously with Fernando's injury issues, he's going to DH somewhat. And that's when you'll see Abrams go into short. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and, you know, you look at this situation, like you're talking about Isaac, where he can be kind of like a guy that bounces around and plays different positions. We've talked about him in like, as like in a Chris Taylor role before. Um, And so that makes a lot of sense if he would start getting reps there. Um, But it is hard to project what's going to happen with him just because he's still getting like today he's getting reps at short on Sunday. He got reps in the outfield. If he starts getting more reps in the outfield, I think that we could potentially see him get called up later in the year because I get, he struggled, but he has no better numbers than Trent Grisham offensively. And that was with playing sporadically, never playing against major league pitching where Trent Grisham was supposed to be a big time contributor for this lineup this year. And maybe not with average, you know, but walking a lot and hitting, you know, hitting a decent amount of home runs and being a speed threat and potentially being the top of the lineup guy. They really wanted him to work out as a leadoff hitter. It, it, that's not, it didn't happen. Now you're fighting to see like, is he going to be hitting eight and nine? What's, what's the deal with Trent? Um, so the Potters right now have the worst outfield in the league. Offensive, offensively, defensively, they've actually been like pretty solid. Not many errors, not many mistakes out there. Um, but offensively, they're the worst outfield in the league. So, I feel like it's become inevitable that they're going to trade for a bat. But keep in mind, when we talk about that, that's late July. That's not for a while that you're going to be able to make that trade. So you potentially have around two months right now where you're going to have to survive with who you have out there, probably about a month until Tatis is back, maybe roughly around there. What is your guys' idea for kind of patching up this outfield? Matt Beatty's coming back really soon. I think he might get called up in the next couple days here. Um, you have Trent Grisham. You have Myers day to day. Let's assume he's back. I think he's going to be back like very shortly. Um, you have Azakar out there. You have Profar and left. I feel like Profar's. I feel like Profar and Myers are definitely going to stay in left and right. But 
don't know. What what do you guys think that they should do in the outfield to try to get some more production out of these guys? Because it has been really, really tough offensively. It really has been, but I think if we leave Profar in kind of the leadoff spot, he's kind of been doing really good. He went three for five today, albeit he had two strikeouts. You'd like to see a walk there because the Padres only walked twice, which that's something they need to work on all together. But Profar in the leadoff spot seems to be doing really well. He seems to be getting on base for everyone else. Myers, he's always going to be up and down. And as of he really hasn't been the healthiest. He's dealt with his thumb injury, which... I believe they said that it wouldn't be completely healed until after the season end. And now he's dealing with right knee inflammation. So you'll see a platoon with him and uh, Beatty and right field, even though I really don't want Beatty playing right field. I think he's more of a left field player just because if we're, we've looked at the stats. He's a pretty below average defender in the outfield and him playing right probably isn't the best recipe for success, but if you're going off hitting potential, you probably have to platoon them just so that Myers stays healthy because Myers right now is probably your best outfield bat next to Profar. They're probably tied right now. Um, and then I think it's time to start Azokar over Grisham. I mean, Azokar went two for three today. He had a double and a single, and then he walked once, didn't strike out. He, he's hitting 260. His OPS is because he doesn't hit for a lot of power. I think it's like his first or second double today. But he's playing solid defense. He's gotten used to the MLB. It's time to give him more reps and reward him from solid play. So I would probably go pro far and left. Azokar starting the majority of reps. So maybe every three games you start Grisham just to give Azokar some rest. And then you start Myers two to three, like same thing with uh, Grisham. Every two to three days, give him or same thing with Azucar. Every two to three games, give him a break and put in Beatty. You could also play lineups if you wanted to, but realistically, Beatty really wasn't hitting in the MLB, so it's really hard to say, you know, deserves this amount of playing time over Myers. But at the same time, Myers hasn't been the healthiest, so that's the only way I can convince myself to give him any reps in right. Yeah, it's really a curious case with Trent Grisham because, like, you don't want him in the lineup because you know really the only value he's provided you is bunting and i mean outside of the walk-off home run that's really all he's done even in that role you thought many people probably thought he was gonna bunt he hasn't really provided amazing defense um but he keeps getting opportunities he keeps getting those opportunities bob melvin keeps giving it to him and i, I really don't see him stopping anytime soon even if i want them to um no i'm not gonna say like you know i don't like trent grisham i do like trent grisham but it is i mean if you're trying to ignore his struggles it's just I think that would be absurd. You've got to absolutely acknowledge how bad he's doing and, and really acknowledge that there's somebody else that's doing better than him that deserves some reps. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a really curious case with Trent Grisham, but then you look at the corner outfield spots. I don't even think Profard should be in the conversation as of right now, should be in the conversation of, oh, man, like he's he's an issue or he should be taken out because you look at his last 15 games. I pulled him up. He's batting 317. 417 slugging percentage, 388 on base percentage. The guy's been fantastic. He had this little cold streak, which was very, very, very cold. Um, but in the last 15 games, he started to come around again. I think that's kind of the thing you're going to get out of Profar. So, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe he doesn't deserve to start all the time. But as of right now, he's our best outfielder. You look at from like a total standpoint, hitting, fielding, everything. He is our best outfielder, completely what we did not expect. Far from it, actually. And then you look at Will Myers. 
was actually hitting really well before he got injured. And it's really unfortunate that he's got knee inflammation. I think last year he was struggling with what a knee or he, he was the knee problem. Right. And then Grisham was the heel problem. And it's really unfortunate that, that that knee problem comes around again, man, especially because in right field at Peco, you got to cover so much ground. And the last thing you want is a leg injury bothering you. So um, I do think Chase's idea of having him platoon or and DH a few times is probably the best bet to keep him healthy um, because a healthy Will Myers was hitting pretty good. He was hitting pretty good before he went out. You guys know I'm not the biggest Will Myers fan, but, bro, you got to acknowledge he was hitting pretty good. Um, and he was running really well on the base paths. He was providing some value. So. He is definitely your second best outfielder right now. You look at down in the minors, no Marmazara leads the triple leads triple A in multiple, multiple hitting categories. Does he deserve a chance? Yeah, probably. Are you confident because of his past in, in the major leagues? Eh, maybe. But I mean, you got nothing to lose really in giving him a chance. You also look at Brent Rooker, who has a lot of power. He's has almost a thousand OPS right now in in triple A. So those are two guys that the Padres honestly should probably consider over Matt Beatty. Um in my opinion, that's just my opinion. I know Matt Beatty's shown with the Dodgers to be an okay player, um, but those two guys are doing really well right now, and I think they deserve opportunities as well if if those opportunities open up. So I agree with you guys when you're talking about Profar. Um, I like him in the leadoff spot. Chase, I think you brought that up, that he seems like a lot more comfortable in that spot. Also, he's one of those, those guys that, he like, like you said today, he struck out twice. He sees a lot of pitches. And there's a lot of guys in this Padres lineup that we'll see go up there and strike out on four pitches. And that that gets really frustrating. Provar is a good guy to work the count. He's a good guy to get on base. He's been he's been playing the best baseball, I think, maybe of his career so far this year. Because, like, you look league-wide, he has, like, or Isaac, we were talking about this yesterday, his OPS plus is, like, over 115. It's, it's like, really solid. It's just because league numbers are down so far that his 737, 40 OPS and a few bombs goes a long way the other thing is he's one of the highest graded defenders right now because of all the outfield assists that he's had um and he's looked a lot better in a, in a left field spot where he doesn't have to like take up as large of a range just because i don't think his jumps too great but he still makes good plays like he still makes good plays he still has very very good throws from left field so i think like you have to kind of like put him in that spot keep him there leave him there for now because that is the only spot where you're getting like good production out of in terms of Myers, I think Myers definitely deserves to play the majority of time in right field. I think moving him to DH a little bit would help. Um, but when we go to Grisham, Beatty's going to be coming back up. I have a feeling that Beatty's going to come up for uh, Alcantara um, just because I don't. Beatty doesn't really play at all. Like He, he really doesn't. Um, so I think that's probably likely who he'd come up for because I don't see anyone else. And then I'll go on to say, I think if Trent Grisham struggles for two more weeks, I think we might see Trent Grisham get sent down for a little bit. Like, I would not be surprised at all. Not as like, oh, they're sending him down for good, but they're sending him down to go work on stuff for like two weeks, and then they're going to bring him up, like when Fernando comes back or something like that. But he's been that bad of like, there are some serious concerns. So I do wonder if that happens. Um, we'll have to talk about that down the road, though, like if he continues to struggle, because he has been making somewhat more of hard contact, I feel like. I don't think he's looked quite as bad. You know, guy goes on a hot streak for a week or two, like, or even a couple games, his numbers will look significantly better. So it is tough. But I, I mean, I think that I don't expect that to happen anytime soon, I would say. But I do think there's becoming more and more of a possibility of that happening because guy like Brent Rooker Isaac, he's absolutely balling. Like, and they traded for him this offseason. So, like, he's a guy that they like. 
So we could potentially see them end up like bringing him up too. So I don't know how it's going to play out, but I think Ozakar definitely will get some more reps in center field right now. Hopefully CJ Abrams is the future there. That's the, that's the last thing I have to say. Chase, you wanted to add something? Yeah, so I found the tweet that I was referring to. So Trent Grisham, since July 1st of 2021, he's played in 122 games. He had a 195 average, six home runs, 590 OPS, and a 68 WRC+. plus. That probably, I would almost confidently say that was probably the worst center fielder in baseball through that stretch. He Yeah, he's been all throughout the season. He's been one of the 10 worst baseball baseball players. So, dude, honestly, it's such a, like a weird thing because he had such high expectations off a 60-game season. You get a good amount of – a decent sample size of him in in, uh, in 2021, the first half, and then you look at his numbers from the rest of it, and it's like, oh, he batted 237, 182, very low batting averages in, in the last couple months, I believe, outside of August it was. So, dude, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I – I have a difficult time thinking they'll send him down, but at the same time, it really makes sense. Like, what else are you going to do with him? His value is super low. You're going to trade him? Nobody's going to want him based off what he's done since July of last season, a full season, basically, essentially. Nobody's going to want him. I mean, he's, his value is at an all-time low. It's almost like a bunch of people want to trade Mackenzie Gore last year. What were you going to get out of Mackenzie Gore when he fell like 50 spots in the prospect rankings, maybe even more? Um, can't really do anything with him except send him down and try and help him help him fix his swing and get his confidence back, man. He said it himself. He's like, it, it, his confidence and everything shot right now. Um, but going back to CJ Abrams and center field and any outfield spots in general, I think that's where he fits. I think that's where it's best. I mean, you don't want to get rid of him just because there's not enough spots. You want to keep all the talented players you can, especially if they've shown the versatility to play multiple positions. I think that's going to be CJ. Yeah, I'm with you guys there. So, We'll see how it all plays out, but it is interesting. Uh, one other thing that I'll kind of note that I just realized I didn't really add, I brought up bringing Brent Rooker, having Matt Beatty come back. The problem is that none of these guys play center field. The only guy that plays center field is Azakar. And maybe you can throw Profar and Myers in there. We've seen Myers in center field. We've seen Profar in center field. I don't think that's what we want to see. I, I know that we all three are not, not fans of that. But there's basically one guy in Azakar. So even if you bring up a Brent Rooker, guys like that, the the real huge hole is center. It's not as much left and right. Like left is – Profar has been solid. Myers has been hurt a couple times and hasn't been that great. But we've seen his career. He's pretty average. Like he's going to put up average numbers. You also have Beatty who's like, okay, like, okay like, even if it's a below average right field, right? If you have an okay center fielder, like all, all of a sudden you're middle of the pack. You're not dead last in your outfield. So that's the difference there. So, I mean, Isaac, you brought it up. You said he's been one of the, the 10 worst players, and it sounds rough, but that's where he's been at for quite some time. So it's starting to get to the point where, like, it, they're going to need to look elsewhere, especially this is a team that has playoff desires, that has championship desires. You can't rule out what you have right now in the outfield come playoff time. But I think that's going to do it for today's episode. So thank you guys all for listening so much. Um, we will talk to you very soon. Tomorrow we're going to have an episode out on the bullpen, about some reinforcements coming, kind of a, a little bit of an injury update episode then. And then on Wednesday after the game, we will go live sometime after that. It's an early game on the on a, the West Coast, but I don't know when we're going live yet, but sometime after that game. So thank you all, and we will talk to you guys then.